Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Gallinger with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 476 for Comics originally releasing September 26th, 2018. But before drawing myself, get a, get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming at Wednesday. Drew, we got numbers today, we got some feedback, and of course we go through our FOC all before digging into what's coming next week. Drew, what do you got for me? Uh, let's see, we've got um, Tyler Lewis who says... Hey, Kyle and Drew, I've been listening to your show since March on Spotify. Yeah. I, I listen to your podcast every week and always like to hear your opinions on upcoming books. In your previous path podcast, you were wondering why people love Justice League so much. And though I do understand the Scott Snyder fatigue, not only has he introduced a new color spectrum to the Green Lantern mythos, but in issue 7... We see Batman Who Laughs team up with Lex Luthor. So we'll see where this goes. Who knows? Keep up the good work. So I think that's an endorsement of him yeah. liking Justice League. That's cool. There's a lot in there. So if you can find one piece of it that you like, you know, there's something in there for a lot of people because, yeah. you know, he's trying new things and I, uh, I appreciate that. Oh, you, you know. I've only recently kind of distanced myself from Scott Snyder. Um, I, I do love witches very much. Oh, yeah. Still, oh, yeah. I still love that. Um, although that ended um, in the Court of Owls will always hold a special place yes, in my heart. Yes, that was that was good stuff. So um, I'm sure I'll come back around to something. I just metal wasn't for me. He's not quite reached the Grant Morrison escapades, but he's getting there. <laughs> yeah, not that deep. Yeah. Um, Michael Lamb says Drew strikes gold with. Batman the Damned. First appearance of the Batwang. Heating up. <laughs> Selling over $30 each. The book rose up so fast, I hope it doesn't end up a toad. Hashtag Dark Knight Rising. Oh, jeez. The, the big question is, will CGC recognize this as the first appearance of the Bat Penis in the DC Universe, or will this be considered an Elseworlds story outside of DC's continuity? Well. I don't know if it'll be a first appearance, but it is getting <coughs> reprinted without the dong, so, I mean, yeah. yeah, there's that. Yes. Wade Led- So, Wade- this will be pre-dong and post-dong. Pre-dong. <laughs> and Wade Ledden also had uh, Batwang on the mind, and he says, do, you, do I sell this one for $30 or hold yes. on to it to complete the whole hog of the series? Oh, jeez. I don't want to get dicked by a price drop in the future. <laughs> My auction for this one-eyed monster of a book has been up for more than four hours, so I decided to consult the experts here at c 4 Fat. Oh, my God. <laughs> so this... much entendre in one. <laughs> so much crammed into one post. Oh. Um, well, uh, I sold. I sold all three of mine copies, uh, 100 bucks in my pocket, and if it goes to, you know, and becomes... A thousand dollar book. I will, of course, will put that up there with the ASM three hundred regrets of my life. Um, but I could just see us in another hundred podcasts making fun of you. Remember when you had the bat dong? Remember when you had three bat wangs in your possession and you let them go for a measly hundred dollars? What's wrong with you? <laughs> this, this is my advice: sell, sell, sell while it's hot. Because if there's one thing I know about wangs, is as they grow older, they 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 go down. So. <laughs> So get rid of them okay. while the strike while the iron's hot and move on from the yes. bat wang. Yes, my 
Goodness, that's a lot of entendre crammed oh, into the opening is. five minutes. We're gonna have. To, is this a mature rating? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not we quite explicit. To, we I may have to put explicit. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, let's see. We got some uh, some sales, some August sales numbers. Uh, so let's see how we did. Kyle, you said uh, top two over a hundred thousand. Yep. I said and top said, four, and, and it was said top five. three. Well, either way, I was wrong. You were wrong. Yeah. It's top yeah. three. So, uh, Fantastic Four came in at a whopping 368,000 comics. Jeez. That's a lot shipped out to the comic shops. Um, of course, there's some one in 1,000s and things. A lot of shenanigans pa- yeah, stacking there's that There's 300,000 of these just sitting in storage. Yeah. Um, so, so really, sixty-eight thousand were sold to people, and three hundred thousand. Yeah, there's, are... there's six hundred. There's sixty-eight thousand people excited about their books. <laughs> Everybody else just sitting on long boxes. Yeah, there's three hundred thousand <laughs> filler books that had to be purchased, and they're just will eventually be packing material on my next purchase. <laughs> uh, Infinity Wars uh, did one hundred and four thousand, and Batman Fifty Two did one hundred and two thousand. Batman Fifty Three dropped below. Uh, 100 k to 99,191. Um, so we're going to assume 54 and 55 continue that trend mm-hmm. next month. Amazing Spider- until we dip back into the marriage well. I don't. I think uh, people will be gun shy this time around. I would guess. Um, Amazing Spider-Man number three is at 86,000. Uh, Sandman Universe debuts its first issue at 83,000. Dang. Spider-Man 4 at 81, so it dropped another 5 between issues. Uh, Soup number 2 was at 77,000. And uh, the Justice Leagues, 5 and 6, uh, were at 76 and 75,000. Holding pretty steady. To round out the top 10. Yeah, not a lot of attrition there. So it's yeah. six, 6 issues in that first arc finished, and that's where it ended up. Um, Sorry, I'm allergic to Justice League. <laughs> the first Punisher uh, comes in right outside the top ten with seventy three thousand. Um, the second issue of Infinity Wars dropped thirty thousand copies down to seventy thousand. Venom First Host, uh, the first issue is at sixty eight thousand, and then we have a Walking Dead sighting and a non Big Two sighting at uh, rank fourteen with sixty five thousand copies. Um, and then Catwoman rounds out the top 15 uh, with its second issue at 64,000. And this is Walking Dead with the Cover Me gimmicks. So I'm starting to worry about the numbers on this book. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, Catwoman, what was its drop from its first issue? Do you have that number? Uh, yeah, it had a 47% drop. It dropped from 122,000 to 64. Yeah, that's that's pretty big, and it didn't have any shenanigans cropping up its first. Issue. But the award for largest attrition goes to Captain America number two with a sixty-four percent drop from one ten to sixty-one. Is that Tinnahisi Coates? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's Cosmic Ghost Rider dropped fifty-one percent from ninety-seven to forty-seven, so it's up there too. Oh crap! Die, die, die! Care to care to wager a guess on die? die or I jumped down to number forty-five just because I was looking at attrition numbers. Die, die, die! Number two, selling thirty-five two ninety-four. I bet that's up. That's up because there was only thirteen thousand seven thirty-six of issue one. Glorious. So that's a hundred, almost a hundred fifty-seven percent increase 
<laughs> die, 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 number two. So do we go back? And I think that die, die, die first issue is still orderable. Yeah, I was going to say. So That's the question. Is, is that first printing still open to order? Uh, I don't know. We'll have to consult our friends at Calabunga to see if they're still it, giving the, the random word blurbs versions of uh, issue one or if there's a second print. Yeah, because there's um, yeah, because that would change its 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 print number. Then I guess when you yeah. add up all the alternate printings, but ah, thirteenth, no, that can't be, that can't be because it shipped Oblivion song numbers, which was that's what I was thinking too. That's why I was very confused when I saw these. So that's got to be reorder. That's got to be reorder activity. For. Uh... Maybe, yeah, maybe we didn't get numbers on those. Do, yeah, those numbers didn't get counted at all. So that's okay. so, that that original ship was all promotional price. That's right. Those weren't charged. So they weren't charged. Yes. Okay. So therefore, Diamond didn't count them at all. Okay. Um, that makes more sense. Never mind. Cancel all of our thoughts. Yeah. So it's it's like at eighty thousand. Yeah. Um, but still, um, let's see what three is. <laughs> yeah. And three is delayed, right? We heard yes. that three is delayed because of a printing error. Yes, that's what I heard as well. And um, I'm curious as to did the error get caught before it got shipped out to stores? So, uh, so is it one of those things where I'm, stores are to destroy them, quote unquote? Eric, throw them in my box. <laughs> or did they do they never make it out of the the? I don't think they made it out. I didn't hear about those hitting hitting stores. Hmm. Yeah, I can't remember. I have like. Two, I think, on order. Not a lot. So the first issue of West Coast Avengers lands with thirty-four thousand. That's kind of measly. Yeah, it could be that cover. It was a bad cover. Question for you, sir. Yeah. Um, Batgirl twenty-five. Yes. Had a big surge. From twenty four to twenty five was Jet that just because that Joshua or that Middleton cover? I think so. Okay, and maybe it's because it was anniversary number twenty five. Okay. Gotcha. I wasn't sure. Sometimes it, they it, do extra stuff for that. It shot up, and I was just double checking because uh, it, at rank forty, it sold thirty seven thousand up from twenty six thousand on the prior. Is that Middleton worth ten thousand copies? You think? It was it's nice. A beautiful cover, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty nice. We have uh Magic Order still selling really well uh for Image. 30 over 30,000 when it's third issue. It's pretty good. It's not a I great think that book. 40 41,000 number of web of uh Venom is a good number for that book to have a high ceiling if something cool happens in that series. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, there's there's Batgirl twenty six back down to twenty five thousand. Oh, where is that? Ninety three. Okay, right ninety three. There you go. So it was just that Middleton bump for that nice looking cover. Huh, that's awesome. There's a lot of us FOC divers out there, I guess. Yeah. Nightwing Annual does twenty two thousand. That's way below its normal selling rate, yeah. isn't it? Like annuals do. Yeah, like annuals tend to do. At rank 58, we have Pearl number one from DC. Uh, not only 32,000 on that one, so uh, a nice number there. Same thing with at rank 59, 
Edge of Spider-Geddon 2. That was some first appearance of someone's daughter. Is that Petra? Yeah. Petra Parker? 32, yeah, exactly. Only uh, 32,000 of that. I don't know if they, yeah, that's really heating up or not. Uh, Paper Girls, done at 118. Its 23rd issue is now at 20,542, so I look for it to dip below 20,000. Yeah. Um, it's a trade rider. It is. It's own own trade. And and its back matter is nowhere near as strong as Saga's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true story. In fact, I think, I think BKV, BKVV's wife writes it. It doesn't feel like his writing in the back. Um, it's, it's kind of a weird, like, in the voice of a robot. That's a paper delivery person. Have you read it? Read the nope. back? Yeah, nope. it, it's kind of lame. Oh, there's that Fantastic Four number one facsimile, facsimile, which I haven't seen yet, but I'm looking forward to it. It's, yep. It sold 19,000 copies. 19,000. So look for Marvel to do less of the $1 and more of the full price ones because this one was successful. Yeah, reprint your keys exactly like they are. Exactly like they looked. Yep. You know, with a little disclaimer on it. Nah, leave the disclaimer off. Let us fight it out. <laughs> CGC, well, the PGX Dude, people will just, you know. <laughs> I sneak one through to somebody and I, that's, I, I'm done. I'm gold. <laughs> You're gold. Yeah. Moon Knight continuing to die on the vine. <laughs> oh, man. 17,000. Uh, Maybe with the bump from 200, it'll get up above 20 again. Yeah. Well, th that's only if they'd have done some standard priced variants instead of the garbage that they shoveled out. Yeah, that that was that was unfortunate. Because they could have sold me five copies. Yeah. Instead of just what they sold me. Yep. Which was a couple copies. <laughs> so Rick and Morty at rank one forty two, issue forty one, selling fourteen thousand. The Dungeons and Dragons I passed up here, selling more than that. At a, I think it was a thirty mark of some surprise, some, right? Yeah, it, higher than I thought. Which is I think it because it's IDW and not Oni? Yeah, because IDW. Yep. So yeah, at rank sixty-five, the Rick and Morty Dungeons and Dragons number one at thirty-one thousand five fifty-nine. Because yeah. there's tons of stores that do Marvel, DC, Image, IDW, Dark Horse, maybe, and then they yeah. stop. Yeah, they don't grab the owners. They don't go by any further. And unless it gets ordered, they're, they're not putting it on the rack. Yeah. Attrition for unnatural number two from Image. Uh, only losing 33%, down to 18,738 from its 28,307 on its number one issue. Yeah. So a better attrition rate than your standard big two. Yeah, definitely. There's Black Badge, the first issue, did uh, just under 10,000. Yeah. That's with the incentive cover, right? No, by incentive cover you mean uh, FOC only. I'm sorry, yeah, that's what I meant. Um, so that that's got to be probably 500 of the of that. Yeah, I mean, not much more than that. Yep. I wouldn't think. So uh, that'll be nice to. Uh, I bet you there's going to be some value on that. I hope so. Did you like it? Yeah, it's neat. I, I 
I gotta read. Let me read two first before I tell you what I think of it. Okay. Well, I didn't think two was as good as the first one. So I'm curious what you think then, because, yeah, you you might not a lot of scouting in the set in the second issue at all. Uh, the, I think that's the last issue of Royal City 209. Went two, up. At rank 209 at 74, 78. Um, really good book. Uh, he was talking about, Lemire was talking about all the stories he had to tell in this. And then he said, you know, it just changed. He just uh, felt like it had to go this way and it had to end. And. Huh. Uh, it's his prerogative, of course, but um, I'm sure if it was selling 70,000 copies, he wouldn't have felt that way, maybe. but uh, He could have pushed through any yeah, thoughts he had. He could have said, well, let's string this out a little bit longer. Ice Cream Man still selling well. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur at 9,000 copies. That's That's better, right? Yeah, it went up almost 1,000 books. Um, Maestro 7, which pretty sure was the series finale of that book. Silently the series finale. Uh, It it sure felt like it was the end. Um, But I've been wrong before. But it only sold 6,000 copies. Manifest Destiny. 36 at 5,000 copies. They are going to have to wrap this up, I got a feeling. I don't know how much longer they can do this book for 5,000 copies. Just hit California. Oh, no, they're stuck. They've been stuck for a long... They haven't moved for a while. It's been winter. Outpost Zero from Image, a second issue is down to 4,800 copies. Uh, that's a really good book. I like it a lot. Um, I hope it gets to tell its story. Hot Lunch Special from Aftershock, I thought that was really good. Its first issue sold 4,500. I'm still liking Nancy Drew. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Third third issue did 4,200, though. It doesn't look like any, anybody else is reading it. Yeah. So there's, there's Die, Die, Die Reorder again at rank 312, 3,700 more. Hmm. I wonder if that's a... Second, I don't know. I, I don't, don't think know. I saw a second printing because I would have jumped on it. Then what? Yeah. I think it's just one of those where he's he's like, just print two hundred thousand, leave them in the boxes. Um, we'll let people order them for a while. Or with him, with he's got that Walking Dead money, man. It, he could have a million copies sitting somewhere. <laughs>
don't know. That's all I got from my numbers. Is that Saga 54? Is that a second print of that? Yeah, that's the second print. 2600. That's the lowest print run in the Saga series since, what, 7? Ghost variant? The second print? Yeah. I can't remember what the other second prints have done, but they didn't do anything with it, so it's irrelevant. It's it's relevant to me. Hmm. Sorry. Yeah, 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 definitely. You watch. It'll be worth a lot. <laughs> you watch. Oh, I'm watching. And I think that's about it. Yeah, just a bunch of reordering weird stuff down here, so we good. Uh, let's take a glance at the old FOC. Of course, the FOC is the final order cutoff. This uh, is where Drew and I go through the books uh, that you have over the weekend until about noon on Monday to tell your LCS you want for them to still get it in time for it to be in your bowl the day it's released. So this is just our last opportunity mm -hmm. to try to get you books you don't have to chase. This, so, Drew, let's start at the top of the FOC in Dark Horse. Yeah, this is August uh, order codes for products releasing in October, mostly. Uh, <coughs> nothing I care about in Dark Horse. Yeah, me neither. Um, you get another chance at Action Comics 1004 in foil. Which is interesting. In foil, you say? In foil. What do we think about these foils? They're not charging us extra for them, are they? Yeah. Are they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, I don't like them. That's right. I think they're a buck more. Maybe not. Uh -uh. Most of these books, yeah, they're... they're I think that might be a mistake, because they're, they were a buck more. Oh, yeah, they're, yeah. Yeah, they're a dollar more. Because, <coughs> like, Batman Beyond is a $5 book instead of a $4 book. Yeah, because so... Because of the foil. Yeah. And I'll lead off the are the variants also foiled? No, because they're also more still more expensive. No, I don't think so. really. The variants and the regular covers are all the same price. Man, I need to pay no more. If, I'm if, pretty sure it was a dollar more for the foil. All right, but I I'm could take be your wrong. word for that. Yeah, I think everything was crept up to three ninety nine, anyways. Let's see what uh, who's doing the uh, Aquaman B cover. Is that out? Oh, no, Josh Middleton. I can't see it. If I can't see it, I ain't ordering it. <laughs> nope, no Josh Middleton image on the Batgirl either. Matina on the Batman Fifty Seven. That one I can see. Wow, bloody knuckle Batman. That's pretty nice. Pretty nice. Lucifer number one. Drew, do you care about Lucifer number one from DC? No, this is... um. Dan Waters. Ann Waters. Dan. Dan Waters. Waters. Oh, this is the Sandman anniversary issue. Oh, that's right. Yep. Ah, no. No, probably not for me.
All right, you want to head on down to IDW? Man, we done already? That was it. Mm, yeah. Kind of a slow week for me in DC. Yeah, it looks. Or at least as far as FOC reorders. Yeah. Um, IDW Rise of the TMNT number one. Is this something that you already ordered or you passed on? Or this is the one you hated, on. right? Yeah, this, this is the the garbage new version where Raphael is for some other reason 13 times larger than any other character. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. <coughs> yeah, I don't see anything there. All right, let's move on down to image. Uh, what's the the impact variant? Is that I mean it's like a, an homage to impactful covers of the past? Is that what that's supposed to be? Man, I can't remember. And how do I not remember? Was this a press release? I don't remember this. Uh, yeah, I missed it too. And then if you look at the um, the Curse Words B cover for 17, it's called the Sawn, Sawn in Half variant. Uh-huh. And it, it is actually, it, it is Sawn, the cover is Sawn, and you can see, like, the guts and stuff where they're, pull, they're pulling it apart. It's different. best thing you can say of it if it's different it's different there's that exorcisters uh piagera variant that if you got it in the c4 fat bundle you could have got it for 50 percent off now nah, you're stuck with 40 percent like a sucker Boom. you can still get it though it's a nice cover <laughs> we still recommend that yeah Anything else in image? Nothing else in image for me, sir. Let's head on down and see what Marvel has coming out this week. We got a second print of Fantastic Four 2 and all the different prints for Fantastic Four 3. Including the Jai Lee uh, 1 in 500? Is that right? Probably. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Looks like Scotty Young is doing Scotty Young versions of all the uh, Fantastic Four characters, and we are on the thing this year, so that's cool. And that's a um, <coughs> that's just a standard order. Yep, you can get that one for cover. Free of discount, but on cover. Free of discount, but on cover. And then the Jai Lee that the 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 one in five hundred is based on. I can't see the cover. Who is Shuri? Where's this at? Oh, it's a Black Panther character. Ah, I gotcha. Ah, down there. Oh, it's the sister, duh. 
Oh yeah. Gotcha. Yeah yeah the okay. yeah yeah yeah. And what's the action figure? Is it her? I'm not, sorry. I was looking at other things. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I like action figure um, variants. It's going to be different because we created uh, the sister character in the movies as the technological author of his suits and everything. And that's not who it is in the it, book? But in comics, Panther makes his own stuff and he's the super genius and he's the technological guy. Oh. So, so uh, the MCU version that we fell in love with does not necessarily have a uh, a Black Panther who is the uh, his own tech editor, whereas if you know the comic versions of Black Panther, he is one of those top five smartest people in the world, and mm. yada, yada, yada. Gotcha. So it, 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 I'm curious what they do with her and how she messes meshes with the comic version of Panther, because it doesn't match with the movie version. Yeah, I yeah, sometimes I don't like it when they try to jive up the MCU with the comics, mm -hmm. and sometimes it's like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. The uh, the B cover for the Venom Annual is a Sienkiewicz cover, and uh, it's pretty. I've got one of those coming. What if Ghost Rider... What if Ghost Rider... what? I don't know. It doesn't tell me anything else. Oh. I was hoping you knew. Doesn't say on the cover? Uh-uh. Nope, it does not. I guess that's a spoiler. Yeah, but it's written by Shirtless Bear Fighters' Sebastian Gurner. I thought that was uh, Ryan LaHoop that did Shirtless Bear Fighter. Is that like the artist? Yeah, the artist is doing the writing. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Art was not my favorite part of Shirtless Bear Fighter. Yeah. How about X-Men Black? Mystique number one. Does that do anything for you? Um, I'm a fan of when ex-character villains get their own books. Okay. I'm a fan of J. Scott Campbell. So, yes. Gotcha. So, give me X-Men Black. At least through the first three, and then we shall see. Yeah, you give me a J. Scott Campbell for cover price, uh, and a villain-led book. I'm in. So, what's the solicit on this? What's a day in the life for Raven Darkholm, a.k.a. Mystique, Brutal Kills, Revenge-Fueled Chills, Seductive Thrills. Wow, how alliterative of those. And that's all before breakfast award-winning author uh, Seanan McGuire from X-Men Gold Annual Number 2. Wow, when you're being shouted out for a single annual, that's weird. And rising star Marco Fiala, Fiala take Marvel's multifaceted mutant murderess for a spin. Plus part three of X-Men Black Apocalypse. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't care for the creative team, but I like the concept of the book. Well, 
if you're done with Marvel, I am. Are you still in for the FOC Black Badge variant? For let's check three. it out. It looks pretty nice. That's cool. I'm in. Yeah. Yep. 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 Also from Voom is uh, Low Road West, uh, the second issue. That first issue was really good. Um, I like it. I didn't realize it was just a mini series, but um, maybe, maybe it'll be a Mech Cadet U type of situation. Absolutely, or a D four VE, or what was the other one? Little Depressed Boy, or whatever you had that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Low Road West is um, these kids are on a bus. It's like um, there's there's a war going on in Washington D.C. So they just they're they're sent on this bus to like a refugee camp and it breaks down and um, they uh, kind of find their way to this way to hide out. It's it's pretty cool. The first issue was pretty huh. cool. Yeah, I did a terrible job of encapsulating it, but it is pretty. It was a pretty good read. <laughs> Want to know more? Read it yourself. Yeah, <laughs> and welcome to Wonderland. Um, that first issue from Boom was good too. It's a little more all agey because it's the same person who did um, Goldie Vance, mm-hmm. so it, it kind of has that that style to it. But um, it, it was it was really well written. I, I liked it as well. That's everything I had in Boom. Yep. And of course, Dynamite never does anything for me. <laughs> and. I got. Uh, yeah. Oh, I read uh, Archie 1941, first issue. Yeah. Ugh. That was terrible. I did not like it at all. Who's writing it? It was still Mark Wade, but the. Mark di- Wade, yeah. The, di- the dialogue is just like. Is really bad. Unless, you know, that's what he's going for, maybe. Well, it's co-written by Brian Augustine. Maybe he's... Maybe. ...putting too much of his own spin on it. Yeah, maybe he's doing the, the dialogue. Yeah, maybe it's a, a whole narrative by Wade, and he's doing the dialogue, and he's murdering it. That's possible. Yeah, I didn't like it. That's about it for the FOC. Um, yeah. Anything sounded good to you, or you don't want to miss out... Um, shoot Eric an email at uh, Eric with a C at Cowabunga Comics with a K. Cowabungacomics.com. Eric at Cowabungacomics.com. It's in the show notes. <laughs> all right, Drew, if that's off the FOC, let's head over to previewsworld.com. Let's click over to September 26, 2018. And let's find a little table view, make it look a little nice for us. Mm-hmm. And Drew, let's start where we love to start. Let's start in image. I can't promise you a $30 Batwang again. I can't do that back to back. Not every time. He can't time. give you more than one Wang in a row. <laughs> I cannot. Just ask my wife. But, but anyway, um, all the, um, the Batman issue three is out too in your local Walmarts. They're already trickling out. Oh, snap. Uh, so that's the Bendis writing Batman. Uh, so there, that might be extra hot. Although the bat, all the Walmart books have been hot. Yeah. Um, I didn't see any Teen Titans in my store. I only saw the Batman. So um, it might be trickling out. It might just be 
the dude that's stocks, you know, left it on the truck. I don't know. But uh, I only saw the Batman. But I've, I've heard through the grapevine that the Teen Titans are also out. And it feels like that's early. But it hasn't been a full two weeks between issues. So um, you go snap those up and, and flip them. Easy money. Until they're not. <laughs> keep, True. keep your receipt. Because <laughs> <laughs> Walmart. Because it is Walmart. And <coughs> There's really no risk, I don't think, unless, uh, unless they have something about periodicals. Maybe you can't return periodicals. I can. I can usually talk to the lady at the counter into returning anything. I've got. To, yeah, keep your receipt. Give it a shot. Uh, Drew, what the heck is going on with Chelsea Kane? She's going crazy. I just read uh, Man Eaters, and it was really good. I had a. Is it? I got an advanced review copy, and. Um, yeah, it's it's really good. It's I don't really get all the feminist subtext. Um, so she hates Marvel, and Marvel hates her, and she's taking a lot of angst out on this book. Am I going to absolutely hate this? You will hate it, because you okay. hate uh, strong women. Okay. You know, you like your women meek and mild. Yes, you met my wife. Good <laughs> luck with that. <clears throat> no, I mean, the Chelsea Kane thing, uh, okay, I guess when she was writing, uh, what was her book that got canceled? Mockingbird. Uh, Mockingbird. Yeah, Mockingbird. So... Um, she was like at issue four, and they pulled the plug on it. And she and they they said, you know, you can write, you know, you can go ahead and finish it. Just don't say that it's canceled. Um, write it till eight, and then we'll let you write something else down the road. And then she was writing. What was the book? Was she writing? Uh, they just pulled. They just pulled the plug on it. Um, shoot, and it. Oh, um, golly, John. Um, Vision. It was a Vision series. Okay. And it was about Vision and Viv. And, you know, this is coming off Tom King's well-received series. I'm not sure why they went back to the well so quickly, but they did. And she had, I guess, three or four issues in the can, or at least scripted and plotted and ready to go. And they canceled it because of early pre-order buzz was low. But I I was thinking that was in the orders that haven't gone in yet. So maybe they have like key indicators on big uh, accounts that uh, were showing that it wasn't going to be ordered in enough quantity or something. They mm. they probably have all kind of um, algorithms and stuff for that. Um, so they pulled the plug on it before it even released. So it's not going to come out. And they told her to keep her mouth shut um so keep it clean and quiet clean and quiet where, where it was was her the, the what she was directed to do and for whatever reason you know she's i guess she's probably already made her money in novel writing um and doesn't really need to do big two work so she likes to stir the pot and likes to uh poke the bear and so, you know, she's she's outed as much as the stuff as she can, and trying to uh, to cause cause problems. And I you know, I could see both sides, but uh, I just wish I could have read the Vision series because I like her writing style. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she is she's a bit of a rebel rouser, and uh, um, 
I don't know if she'll be working for Marvel again. She said, it's been all kinds of stuff been coming across the old Facebook, and she has said in multiple things that she's, yeah, I'm dead to Marvel, trust me, she said. Yeah. Yeah, so she didn't, she didn't do what she was told, she didn't take, take direction well from the higher ups, and they took offense. And, you know, some of the things she said, though, made a lot of sense. I mean, she said, you know, you, you know, we're freelancers. We're all freelancers. <coughs> and, you know, the stuff that you that you run to the comic shop to read on Wednesdays is written by someone without health insurance. And, you know, the the suits... And the editors and those people are all salaried employees in a corporate structure, and they're they have benefits. But you know, Tom King uses his wife's health insurance. He doesn't have health insurance through um, DC, and you know, so he, she was just kind of show showing the world if you didn't know already that yeah, this this is a freelance work for hire business the talent and the create the creatives are just gunslingers basically that are hired hired hands and they're used up and they're and and, and there's always another one waiting in the wings that would die to have that job so they don't like put them on they're not salaried benefited employees yeah, we know that going ba- way back to the beginning of Batman and Superman and stuff, and you know right. they're independent contractors, and that's just how it's always been. It's how it's always been, and and it's unfortunate, and it should change. It would be nice if artists were supported better. Well, I mean, you'd have to change the whole structure, and then if if that person's employed by Marvel then as non-independent contractor then well, when they go to these cons you'd split the money they make at the y- tables that can easily be fixed with universal health care but that's a different story altogether anyway and but i lost most of my respect for chelsea kane when she quit twitter and incited the obnoxious amount of online harassment and it was three people that said slightly negative things and she just kind of blew that whole thing up and I don't know. In the, my mind, completely faked that. Those comic skate people whole, are pretty vicious, man. I don't know. That was the whole my whole difficulty with it is is she 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 called out and said horrible things about the comic industry and the vitriol and the vitriol was legitimately nothing. I don't know. I've seen some of this comic skate stuff and it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. So I, I if she was getting any of that kind of stuff, then that's that's pretty she, awful. <laughs> she wasn't. She might be now, but she wasn't at the time that she blew up about it. So, but I will read this for interest's sake. Yeah, I, I thought it was uh, a kind of a unique and interesting uh, look at uh, girls uh, coming of age and what happens to them as they transform. And well, then I have to have the glitter cover. <laughs> I didn't see the glitter cover. Oh, then you've not known that it's cover A just with glitter. Oh, and an extra dollar. <laughs> so, uh, get it and then tell Eric to make sure all the glitter stays on the cover when he bags it and boards it. Yeah. <laughs> it would be like uh, g- coming home from the strip club. Honey, there I swear go. to God, it was a cover B. It's it was, fairy dust. It's a, co- oh, it's a cover B of my comic. Oh. It's not. I wasn't. 
Let's see. All right. We, sorry. Off that diatribe. Yeah. We've got um, Charity uh, Comic Book League Defense Fund Charity Variants for Regression. Um, the Uncensored one. Still trickling out. So there's still a few of those left. And I like this one for um, reg- Regression's uh, 11th issue. And it had the, the the comics code on it. Yeah, they've still got it mixed up. So if you click censored, it's uncensored, and uncensored, it's censored. But yeah, that was disgusting. That was a pretty good one. I think I liked actually like the censored one a little better. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Walking Dead fifteenth anniversary pen. Is it just fifteen? Cute. Is it anything? Yeah, it's 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 very simple. It is nice. Ah, well, this should be ten bucks. That should be free with six copies of <laughs> Walking Dead. I don't know if that's a ten pack or if that's just. Oh, is it a? That's, patch? that's a, I don't know. Anyway, no, it's a single pin. Ten huh. bucks. That's about what they go for, though. That's about all I had. Get it for your leather punk jacket. Man, I wish. Yeah. Oh, uh, Saga Trade. That's the final one. Trade. Not the final, the the hiatus one, yeah. For well, I mean, for a year. Yeah. No Will doubt. you even remember what Saga is at this time next year? I, I do. I hold it in my heart and know that it will be back. With you know, with I, one I'm, one character less. <laughs> so, is Game of Thrones dead to you because it took six months to eight months off? Uh, it took no. eighteen months off, and it's just about dead to me. It still hasn't come back, and yeah, I'm, it, diminishing returns. Okay, you, you take your stand, and you don't watch the, the next two oh, seasons of Game it. of Thrones. I'll watch it. You, no, 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 no. You've, you don't deserve it. <coughs> All right, moving on down to Dark Horse. Okay. Uh, Gamma number one is a combination of Pokemon and, Poke- and Power Rangers in a kaiju pack mature parody that follows a monster trainer who dreams of a fortune and glory. Uh, this, I, I can't finish this one. Not nothing I like, isn't it? <coughs> but what you do like, sir, is Stranger Things. I do. So we talked highly about wanting to see. This is apparently what happened to Will in the Upside Down. Yes. When all we saw was people looking for Will in the Upside Down. Yes. Um, I really wish one of the the creative brothers was like a co-writer on this, but I'm going to trust that we have it right. Yes. Now. I know I ordered some. I have no idea what I, which ones I ordered. Mm-hmm. We have four covers. We have we have a beautiful cover B. Cover A is always what Kyle says to go for. That we is have true. a nice cover B though that's really pretty. We've got a pretty standard cover C. We have the movie poster cover C. And then we have uh, a photo variant of uh, who is that? Which one is that? That's Will. That's Will on the bike. Um. So, is there a chance that, it's cover a. that it's the photo variant? Okay, it's cover A. Nope, there's a 0% chance. It's never the photo variant. Yeah, I didn't think so. Unless it's like a sexy cosplay, it's never the photo variant. <laughs> That's true. There was, co- what was the one that was like cosplayers with cats or something? Or was there just, it was kitties? Yep. Oh, yeah, the cat cosplay variants. <laughs> those were, those you were love those. Things. 
I still ha- I still hold them high in regard. You need to have those on display somewhere. We need to get those t- in top loaders and put those up on the on on a shelf so we can see. Absolutely, them. absolutely. So people can know what you are. <laughs> I don't know that I'd like to be pigeonholed by <laughs> one joy in my life. Hey, there's um there's our Rick and Morty. Uh, I guess we're moving to IDW. Excuse oh, me. did we not slide down there already? We hadn't yet, but we will. Well, was there anything after Stranger Things that we needed to talk about? No. Okay. Go ahead, Kyle. Lead us. Like you do. Hey, uh, I, I, the numbers were good and big on this, but I still recommend you get the whole set of four on the cover Bs. I forgot to get with Eric on the uh, FOC, so I hope he's got one of these for me. I think he did. You got to pay full boat. That's, uh, I get it. I'm cool with that. I, I think you should actually charge you a premium for for for, for not sending the FOC email. This will be Drew's last podcast. Because yeah. I know I got one coming, and you better not snitch it. <laughs> snitch it? So I shouldn't tell on it? Oh. That's not the right word. What's the no. word was I looking yeah. for? I'm not real sure. Snatch? Snatch it. Snatch it. Wow. What is Previews World doing? <laughs> Why is this site being awful to me? I don't know. Let's, let's hope it doesn't crash. What about Star Trek versus Transformers? It's the OG Transformer, so that I like. Okay. But I don't know my Trek world enough to know if I care. But I do like the original Transformer stuff. Mm. And we don't care about Uncle Scrooge. Do we? I don't think no. so. No. None of those have really been anything, so yeah. yeah. Alright, let's head on down to DC. Mm. Manipole. We're doing still doing three covers of action. Middleton cover B on Batgirl is pretty dope. That is delightful. That? I love that. That is very nice. Sean Murphy's cover A is not horrible either. <coughs> Are you reading Batgirl because of these great covers? <laughs> no, Drew, no. I'm not either. I'm not, I'm I'm not. not either. Holy <coughs> crap, we have a Doomsday <coughs> Clock sighting. What is it? Doomsday Clock. Oh, wow. That's still happening. That's right. Yeah. Hey, what's um? And what was Batman's King of Fear? Kings of Fear? Scarecrow? What it is? Yeah. Okay. Did you read that? Yeah. No. I did not either. Okay. I just want to know if I'm missing out on something. Heroes in Crisis number one by Tom King. I was, um, I think I was buying two sets of Doomsday Clock. Oh, yeah? And they, you know, I, I can't keep up. Well, I can't. I can keep up with something that comes out every two months, but I forget. So I don't know if I'm if I'm still getting them both sets, or I've missed some, or I don't know. I'm gonna I'm probably gonna have like most of my runs. They'll have holes all through them. It'll be riddled with mm-hmm. holes. They'll be like, oh, doggone it! And I go chase stuff down. What about Heroes in Crisis? Did you already mention that? I mentioned it, but then he cut me off, so I didn't say anything about <laughs> That's it. That's a really cool. You know about it's it. It's a cool cover, man. Yeah, it is. Um, in Tom King, I trust. 
That's exactly what I was thinking. He um, has... I have no Tom King fatigue. I love his stuff. Nobody has Tom King fatigue. Come on. Uh, Some do. That's like having Tom Taylor fatigue. Some do. Some aren't aren't super fans of, uh, of Tom King. But I'm not one of them. I enjoy his stuff very much. So this looks really cool. Um, you know, I don't. I don't know why DC has to put Crisis in every big comic release they have, but whatever. Jenny Frizen, you've done it again. What's that for, Wonder Woman? Yeah. What's Justice League Odyssey? Step and Sage doing the art with Josh Williamson doing the writing. Ooh. When a cosmic menace threatens worlds beyond our own in the ghost sector, it falls to a new Justice Oh, that's right. We split the Justice League. So this is the space one. I didn't know that we had still done that, doing that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Man. Okay. I, I got I to gotta read more. Oh, I do like Sejic art. Oh, yeah. His stuff is fantastic. I don't like space. But I like Sejic art. I'm confused. I don't like Cyborg, but I like Starfire. I don't like. <laughs> what do you do? You're so torn. Green Lantern, but of all of them, Jessica Cruz isn't horrible. Yes. And also, there's a fiery sword. So, <laughs> really, the fiery sword. Yeah. That might be the thing that tips it over. Yeah, because who puts Azrael in space? I mean, yeah, I think I have to read this. Yeah. Okay. Crap. Okay. All right. I'm going to space. Going to space. And so we got just we did Justice League Dark. I remember that one. That's the Constantine. Yeah, it has Detective Wonder Chimp Woman and, and and Detective Chimp and Swamp Thing, and then there's a couple other ones. So yeah, okay, cool. Odyssey's our space one. Uh, yeah. Let me see the team and something else. Again. All right, all right. It's yeah, not a bad. Right. It's not a bad creative team. No, 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 no. I can I can roll. Yeah. We've got the second issue of Scarlet. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, this picks up after previous volume, but you don't need to have read that. Does a good job of being accessible. Uh, that first issue did. Probably the second issue wouldn't be as accessible. Um, but it's really good. I mean, most, almost all his stuff is really good. So Yeah, he's been batting pretty darn well. Alright, is there anything else in D.C.? Um, I like the um, John Boy Myers B cover for Titans. Yeah, I was looking at that. I, that was neat. Pretty... I like her on the front. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's it for DC. Uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider still on the B covers for Spider Man. And the B covers for ba- Black Panther. So if you're into Cosmic Ghost Rider, here's where you snag him up. And um, Wolf Warner does that um, YouTube show. Yeah, um, and one of his weeks, he was reviewing. He was all in for the. Cosmic. <laughs> it was like everything was a Cosmic Ghost Rider yeah. cover, and I was like, "Oh, that was cool." But then after a while, even he said, "Okay, there's like a theme going on here, right?" <laughs> What's the Domino the the Domino uh, Frank Cho cover look like? Meh. Yeah, it's not uh, the best Frank Cho. No, um, as far as Cho goes, it's two. Edge of Spider-Geddon is ending. 
and that cover freaks me out. I didn't read this one. I don't think we missed anything. Whoa, Moon Knight 199. Oh yeah, this thing, this book's still around. Oh yeah. Yeah, we've lost Jason Burroughs again on art, so we're back to Paul Davidson and uh, Becky Cloonan cover. Not a good cover. Not a not the best cover now. Oh, night. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, issue thirty-five. Yeah, Peter Parker looks good. It's been it's been good. Not reading the new Punisher. Oh yeah. Who's writing that? That's Rosenberg again. Rosenberg again. Yeah, he spread super thin. Spider Geddon Zero issue. Christos Gage, Drew? No. Okay, moving on. Not for me. Yeah. Well, I like it when he writes crossed. All right, True Believers. Who do we got here? We got Black Widow. Okay, I remember that issue. 99, not too bad. And we got, oh, for good crying out loud, I hate you, Previews World. We got the first Hellcat. Alright, I know that issue. I don't think there's a ton of Hellcat people out there. Yeah. Okay, cage. Yep, none, none, none that you have to get on. Nope, don't have to get any of these. Nope. The end of Venom First Host. Mike Costa. The end of uh, X-Men Blue. Ah. All red final issue. Alright, I like that. That's an all red cover I actually kind it's, of don't hate. It's pretty nice. It's a nice throwback. Yeah. yeah. Worth, worth picking up. I saw Campbell on X-Men Red, but it's Jamal Campbell. <laughs> Change your name if you're going to do that kind of stuff to me. You don't get to do that. You don't get to have that name. Yeah, sorry. Not going to happen. Alright, let's move on down to Dynamite. Where I'm more interested in the t-shirts than the books. Alright, let's head on down to Boom. Yeah. I mean... I'm gonna read Fence because I just I want to get to the end of it, but there's nothing nothing here that's jumping out at me. I think if I remember the internet correctly, regular show ended on TV, so now comics is your only way to get this show. So I don't know if that means anything or not. Yeah. And more wrestling books that I don't understand, but seem to sell very well. All right, let's head on down to our smaller publishers, our Archies, our Aftershocks, our Black Masks. We've got Phantasmagoria from Starburns Industries Press. Uh, this is a $1.99 book, so it's pretty cheap. It's uh, written by Erica Squevel uh, and James Fino with art by Trevor Richardson and Fernando Pinto. Um, it's an anthology series like a creep show or Tales from the Crypt. So like horror, little horror story vignettes and stuff. Um, I think that's, this could, 
if one of them is a hit, you know, if there's three or four or five little Twilight Zone-y type stories in there and one of them becomes a spinoff and you get the first appearance of said character in that, that's kind of cool. It's only $1.99. It's always fun to read little short stories because if they're not very good, you're they're over quickly. Um, and, and Drew, who is uh, Starburns Industries Press? I have no idea. That is Dan Harmon from Rick and Morty. Well, then that's a glowing endorsement then definitely well that's his publishing i don't know that he necessarily has anything to do with his book other than his they 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 give they green light things that they like he's like um executive producing maybe sure we'll, we'll do that yeah of course that's a takeoff of starburns which was a character from community star i don't remember community that well oh yeah yeah i never Donald finished it Buffer. i think i watched the first season or two I, I finished its TV run. I didn't follow it to Yahoo or whatever. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Fearscape number one from Vault Comics, written by Ryan O'Sullivan, with art by Andrea Muti, and a cover by Ariella Cristantino. And the Fearscape is a world beyond our own, populated by manifestations of our worst fears. Nope. Nope. You're out. They don't even like the water yep. co- watercolor cover there? That didn't do anything for nope. you? Nope. Okay. How about Friendo? Friendo is uh, written by Alex Pacnadel with art by Martin Simons. Leo wasn't allowed toys as a kid but now he's all grown up. He's going to take yours. He used to play by the rules but then governments and corporations set fire to the rules and still expected him to behave. Bum, bum, bum. Doom, doom, doom. No, Drew, but how about High Heaven number one <laughs> from Ahoy Comics? Okay. Written by Tom Payer and Grant Morrison. All right. Chronic malcontent David Weathers dies and goes to heaven, where everything is terrible and everybody hates a complainer. A savage satire written by. A savage satire by writer Tom Payer. From Batman 66 with art by Greg Spa- Scott and the socially awkward science adventures known as hashtag danger kills a dinosaur what the hell mm-hmm. I don't know okay I can't read anything about this they lost me because the solicit's so awful but the first part of it sounded good yeah. go to heaven heaven's terrible I like that that's yeah. that's pretty cool I don't want to read a text story by Grant Morrison I don't want to no. read his diary no. Um, but I do. I want to check that part, first part out. That sounds cool. And then just not read the last part. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Sounds like there's a bunch of crap shoved into this book for $4. <laughs> it might be worth it. Yeah. So. I think you're right. Yeah. Had it been a traditional comic, I'd have. I, I would be more in on it. it. It was. It's packing too much. Trying to do too much. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. <coughs> That's it. Okay. We got nothing else. Drew, this is the point of the podcast where I say, of all these books that we've gone through this day, what is the book that you have to have, that you have to put in your collection, you have to hold tight and put in that top loader because it is going to be the next Bat Dong. Well, 
I'm not gonna promise bad dong. But I I am excited about the Phantasmagoria. I love the price point. Um, I love the small press aspect of it. I love anthologies. Um, and so it, the, the Dan Harmon thing just uh, makes it even more intriguing to me. So that's my pick. And I'm going all chalk. I'm going Stranger Things, number one, cover A. And I'm hoping it's a good story. I'm hoping it doesn't drive me nuts. And I'm hoping there's more Dungeons & Dragons in it. <laughs> Definitely, that's cool. Good stuff. <laughs> Drew, want to thank you for crawling through what's coming out in your local comic book shop September 26, 2018. If you disagree with Drew or myself on our picks of the week, feel free to drop us a line. Follow us on Facebook, Comics for Fun and Profit. Find us on Twitter, at Comics Fun Profit. Or we have a website, and there's a Gmail account where you can drop us an email as well. Be part of the podcast. Tell us what we missed. Tell us that we're dumb for liking our two options here. If you're listening to us on iTunes or anywhere where you're allowed to rate us, please give us those five stars. Please drop us a little note saying you enjoy the podcast. We never tire of hearing those things. So we thank you once again for Drew and for myself. See ya.